0: Welcome back. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, we were to a great start. Oh, no. Welcome back to It Was Murder, the Today number one hard to heart podcast terrible. ever. Uh, I'm your diehard romantic
1: <laughs> Eric
2: Blood. <laughs> and I'm your devoted lover, Ellenito. And
0: I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight we're doing it live, Bill Life. O'Reilly style. kind <laughs> uh, <we're
2: laughs> of not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I am not on purpose.
0: This is a uh, this oh, is no, going to be. That's an
2: example of what I rely on you to edit out. I know. <laughs> oh, it.
0: Nope. this you're going to hear all of the uh, farts and clicks. Oh, uh, you're going to hear everything oh, that we usually cut out of the podcast because we're we're doing this on a in a pinch. Mm-hmm. But. I'm actually very thankful for the fact that we are talking tonight about Heart, line, and Sinker, which really <laughs> doesn't have much to be said. Heart, line, and Sinker. Heart, and and Stinker. <laughs> uh, okay. And we got to start off with our Minute Max segment, beginning with Joe.
1: Oh, shit, me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
2: Oh, good. I thought it was me. I yes. did, too, but can I remember that
1: I went first last week? Heartline and sinker. All right. The hearts are on a fishing (laughs) vacation to a mountain village where something happened in a room with these two men. And then a woman walks in and sees them doing the thing that they were doing. And they they punch her in the face and she (laughs) dies. Uh, And then another guy walks into the room who is outside in a van with his girlfriend. And then he runs out, sees the van, doesn't run into the van. The girlfriend watches him run away from these two men. The next day, that we find out one of the two men is the chief of police, or the sheriff, if you call it, if it's a small town sort of thing. Uh, The (laughs) hearts are convinced that this young man is innocent. They send Max, they get Max drunk, seeming drunk. Max does an amazing drunk (laughs) acting, gets into the cell, asks the guy, what's going on? Like, what happened? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I didn't kill him. The police chief, the sheriff killed him. The police (laughs) chief sheriff killed this woman. Uh And then they pick the the sheriff up with a tow truck by his belt loop. And that's the end. <laughs> 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 that's what that's. What I um, about. Oh, I love
3: it.
2: Okay. Well. What do you think, Ellen? I watched the wrong episode. Just <laughs> um, Heart and Sinker. Okay, so there's a teenage boy who I guess brings his friend, who's Dominic Dunn's daughter, um, along in his van to stalk his supposed girlfriend after she wouldn't dance with him or something. But she's busy catching a ride from a really creepy dude that tells her not to call him Mr. Hamlet. Call him, call me Roy. And so Roy and Chief Sheriff Williams are in this room with some money and then She walks in because she's like, I have a test, Mr. Hamlin. And then uh, they punch her and she hits her head and she dies. And then they're like, oh, my God, we got to frame Danny, the stalkery boyfriend, who I think probably wouldn't need much help in that regard anyways. But so he goes and they put him in jail. And then Max has to come in front to be drunk. And Jonathan can't catch any fish. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of crazy Back road chases with gigantic vehicles, and then it's all just a thing where they're pretending to sell or changing boundaries for federal land to make money. Um, that's all I got at the end. Mm.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Um, okay. I, I learned that's what they were doing. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for you, Joe. Even Thank though I you. know you hate it when the hearts just assume someone's innocent, like Danny. The uh-huh. kid's name is Danny. Oh my God, Danny. His name is Danny. Okay, Danny and Dana.
0: Heart, line, and sinker. <laughs> uh, the hearts are going to their cabin without Max. Uh, and they're, they're cool with it because the kid takes care of it. The kid is Danny, who is driving with some chick. And um, <laughs> then another truck pulls up containing uh, another dude and uh, Dana from Poltergeist. And uh, the girl that goes in that was riding with Danny gets punched in the face slash murdered and then um yeah danny was wait no well i don't care um (laughs) (laughs) neither did the writers of the show the sheriff killed her uh the sheriff arrests danny uh because they are exes and she was holding a necklace that he gave her in her hand and uh then the hearts do some sleuthing they find out that they're trying to do a big land sale of this unincorporated land, and that's why the murders take place. And then they lift up the sheriff by his belt loop with a tractor. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, I I have only the vaguest memories of this episode because we watched it very late last night. You were drunk. I was not drunk. No. I was I was tipsy. Mm. And I was also just so fascinated with Dominique Dunn being in it. So I just kept looking up like, really? when was she murdered? Okay, so uh, Dominique Dunn, the wait, daughter, wait, wait. Of, daughter of Dominique Dunn and Joan Didion, uh, was Dana in uh, Poltergeist, uh, Poltergeist yeah. which is one of my favorite all-time movies. Sarah Land's older sister. And she was murdered shortly after the movie and... This episode of Heart to Heart. This one, might have been one of her final performances, if not the final.
1: So, such a sad
0: story. Very sad story. It was her part ex-boyfriend, of the, right? Yes, it was her ex-boyfriend, and I believe it happened in front of her house. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. And I did violence. Awful, awful. And he awful. got
1: off. He got like maybe a year of prison time or something, and <sighs> then went free, even though he murdered her. And then I did some sleuthing to figure out who he is, and he. It turns out he works somewhere. I, like north of Sacramento, kind of out in the countryside in California. And I looked at the reviews of the place where he works now. And it said, all the reviews are like, this place hires murderers. Don't go here. He's a murderer works here. So all these people are trying to yeah. make it right a little bit, but uh, Jesus.
0: Um, oh, and I was mistaken. She's not Joan Didion's daughter. I'm sorry. That was, no. that's another, that's another tragic death of a child story mm. that we won't get into because that child wasn't in this episode. <laughs>
2: Um, I know this is what we're talking about, but if people serve their sentences, I wish people would leave them alone, whether it's right or wrong. I don't think that that's, I mean, that that whole thing was egregious, and I think obviously domestic violence, Mm -hmm. sentencing, prosecution, all of it needs... Oh my God, it's what a, what a mess. It's yes. a terrible story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just so many damaged people left in their wake, but I don't know. It's not about that specific man. For me, it's about people finding people on the internet um, oh, yeah. and putting arrows to their house so that they can be harassed for the rest of their lives because I'm not sure who has the right to. Do that to yeah. other people.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's like
2: spend that time working on reform, correct? And yeah, and strengthening uh, legislation against domestic violence. Totally.
1: Yeah, in the majority of cases, definitely. This one was like I think he was like a rich guy or some something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly. I know right. I don't
0: I don't know the specifics anymore, yeah. so yeah. I'm not going to. It d- I'm not it gonna try.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter to me what he is or or any of that. It's all the um, same to me. Yeah.
1: So. But also, we watched this episode with our special guest, Corey, and he has recorded a minute max for us oh God. <laughs> that I am going to play right now.
3: Okay, so it starts off with this cute guy and this girl and they, or no, it starts off with Jonathan and uh, Jennifer going planning to go to their cabin. Then it cuts to a scene in the woods near a little, like, little... Woodsy store place, and um, this girl gets killed in there, and this guy tries to save her.
0: It's a waste of a the, minute. She um, can't hear it. Then they these these two older guys.
2: <laughs> um, what should we do? If I'm not laughing, it's not because I have a problem with Corey. It's because I can't hear anything. I'll it to, no, to you, just...
1: and then you can play it.
0: Uh, while this, while technical things are happening, that everyone's going to get to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Why is this called Heartline and Sinker? Because they were fishing. Um, they were fishing. Okay. Fish. A
1: fishing sort of, of fishing. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> that's that's why they went to the on this little vacation. That's
0: right. Okay.
2: To get away to their cabin. One of the reasons I'm sort of not tracking this episode is because I actually went away and stayed in a cabin for the last few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as Joe and Eric both know, I just sat in very urban traffic for two and a half hours to be here 45 minutes late to record what I now know was, is a live podcast. <laughs> so.
1: Did you eat tuna niçoise? Did you make a nice niçoise? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do love tuna niçoise. I prefer it over any kind of fish menu- menu. Um because that it's really just a fancy way of saying that you lightly floured that fish with salt and pepper and threw a bunch of lemon juice and parsley on it. Sometimes I just don't like to eat fish. I mean me I mean I mean sometimes I really do. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? Nah. Yeah. Mm.
1: I don't like it. I never liked it. No. Okay, should we try <gasps> to try so, the try Corey's Minute Max again? <laughs> sorry, listeners. <laughs> sorry, Ellen's guys. not gonna play Corey's Bro, minute. Oh wait, Max. am I doing it? Yeah. So okay. That, so we should all be able to hear it now.
2: But if I do it. It's okay, Joe. How will this affect your obsessive need to bring up Corey on the podcast?
1: <laughs> uh, I'll just continue to bring him up.
2: Okay, I'm relieved. Yeah. I, for one, am relieved. Good, <laughs> and I'm relieved live. Okay, here we go. I don't know why it didn't work for you, thing. Okay.
3: Okay, so it starts off with this cute guy and this girl, and they <laughs> no, it starts off with Jonathan and. Um, <laughs> Jennifer going, planning to go to their cabin. Then it cuts to a scene in the woods near a little, like, little woodsy store place. And, <laughs> and um, <laughs> this girl gets killed in there, and this guy tries to save her. And uh, um, then they frame him for the murder. These These two older guys frame him for the murder. And then one of them's a surveyor, one of them's a sheriff, and uh, all kinds of stuff happens. They try to trick the hearts. They want the hearts out of town. They don't want them in their area because this is like up in the country. And um, but the hearts are smarter than them, and they um, they know the kid. The kid who was the boy who was who they was getting framed was actually the one who was taking care of their their
2: uh, cabin. And the cabin blows up at one point,
3: and then everyone finds out, and that's it. <laughs> oh wow.
2: Wow, I love it. So, uh, he was not any
1: more clear on what happened in the episode than we are.
2: I I feel like he said something. I, like I said, I don't have any notes with me uh this week. See earlier tedious comment about my personal experiences. But Corey just said something that I think applies to so many things. About the hearts and also about my own life, which is he said, quote, they don't want him in their area. Yeah, Yeah. That's pretty much there it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't want him in their area. Um, the there's, I feel like there's a lot, um, about these older men as Corey described them. Chief sheriff Mm -hmm. is that actor that basically plays some variation of chief sheriff. Mm hmm all the time yep but eric did you have a chance to do any any sort of digging about mr roy hamlin about Uh, call me roy hamlin because that guy's so familiar to me lane smith is his name and he is also Mm -hmm. a
0: a very very uh well he's dead but he was a very active character actor Mm -hmm. who was literally in everything um I guess his most famous roles are in My Cousin Vinny, Red Dawn, The Mighty Ducks, and <gasps> Son in Law. Mighty Ducks, uh, Red
3: Dawn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was in 111 yes. things. Like he's, we've seen him, we've seen him throughout our lives on television and in movies. He had a really great, super creepy smile.
1: Yeah, when he, he was a surveying good creep. the land. Oh, he yeah. was also in V. But,
2: but did see V? There we go. <laughs> it's come full circle. V. Um. Did his? Did he kind of have a vibe that might remind anyone else within earshot of this podcast of the hot dad from my so-called life? Oh
0: wait, don't, don't who was one. the hot dad in my so-called life?
1: Let's do some live research.
0: I know this. Is so, <laughs> so, I know you guys. Can all you hear his fingers
1: it. tapping on the phone, listeners? Oh uh, yeah. So they were what? I'm right? Tom Irwin. Okay. <laughs> My role in the podcast yep. at this point is to be confused. What what were they doing oh, at the woman... Joe, don't
2: sell yourself short. You're also here to talk about Corey <laughs> and about be Corey. critical.
1: <laughs> I'm confused. Corey and I are confused about what what were they doing in that in that country shack that the woman walked in on them? They were They
2: were, they were just were... meeting up, doing like a handoff of the ill gotten gains. Okay. And she nothing was, more than that. And she, she got impatient. Waiting for Mr. Hamlin because she told him I have three tests tomorrow. So I have to be up early, even though he was nice enough to give her a ride from the dance or the bar or wherever they were at before then.
1: Okay. And then
2: I feel like there's a lot of flawed humans intersecting at this weird not Sam's General store, country yeah. store in the middle yeah. of nowhere.
1: What what were Danny and Dana doing at this country store? They Danny
2: were- was with Christy. Uh-huh. Um, so Danny and Christy were following whoever the girlfriend is. Okay. So Dan, Dan, you're saying you're using your poltergeist name. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So Danny and, and poltergeist Dana, um, Danny made, gave Dana a ride home, but he's, mad at christy they had some sort of fight because she's dancing she stepped out on him or she's dancing with whoever she just did something that makes college age small town guys named danny with sean casty hair all <laughs> upset and stalkery and so they followed her because she got a ride home from mr hamlin which that seems weird mm-hmm. but also why is he following her and so then dana slash christy is just with him because she says to him well, if you hadn't gotten in, in the fight, she'd be here with you now okay. instead of me. You know, she'd, okay. You'd know, she be giving her a ride home instead of me. So they're just like the small town friends, right? Okay. But she's there just to witness everybody running rather opaquely in and out of the yeah. crazy store.
1: And not do anything about it and just sit in the van. And then he runs away into the woods, Danny, instead of going back <laughs> to the van that he drove wow. there in.
2: Yeah, let's talk about that. So they're they're stalking what's-her-face, the now-dead girlfriend who gets punched, hits her head, she dies. Very Dateline. (laughs) The two, uh, the chief sheriff and Roy Hamlin, surveyor of federal lands or all lands in small whatever vacation place. So they're in there freaking out because she's dead. Oh, shit, they have this giant... uh, case of money that they got because they sold they're going to sell these land rights doctored land rights for 10 million dollars to a condominium developer mm-hmm. meanwhile poltergeist dana is sitting in the van kind of annoyed with her dumb friend danny danny is like i'm gonna go out there and talk to whatever my girlfriend's name is christy and he starts stomping over there to go into the weird general store and like tell her what time it is for i guess the second time that night she Beats him to to the punch, no pun intended, because she gets mad that she's waiting for Mr. Hamlin. She has three tests for Christ's sake. It's like he didn't even hear her, (laughs) and so shit to do. (laughs) He walks in right as she is dead on the floor, and Christy is dead. Dana from Poltergeist slash whatever. Oh no, I don't remember the girlfriend's name. Sorry, that's not very victim's rights of me, but the dead girl's there. <laughs> mm. And Poltergeist girl is just sitting in the van while everybody runs in and out of the store. I actually mm. found that scene to be really frightening. Mm. Um, that she is sitting in the van and all this shit's going down. She's just sitting there. Yeah. Waiting, like completely. I am just had this moment where I'm like, duck, duck, girl, duck, duck <laughs> down. Like, what's happening? But of course, she doesn't know what's happening. Because she just sees, what's-her-face, go in, get out, go into the store. Then he goes in, mm-hmm. and then he runs out. Mm-hmm. And, and what else are you going to do? You're just sitting there because you don't know that something terrible, let alone murderous, has happened. I found that right. seemed to be actually very frightening.
1: And then Chief Sheriff comes running out after him with his gun drawn, I think, right?
2: And mm-hmm. then
1: and she's this, just like,
3: oh, Because
1: they both get bopped, right, against the wall. Doesn't Bud get pushed? Danny... Escapes that situation by pushing him against the wall and hitting Roy Mm -hmm. Hamblin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then they're after him at at that point. Mm -hmm. And then. is on. Yeah. And then. Okay. But he gets arrested really quickly after that. He goes to Dana's house and then, or Christie's house and then just gets arrested. And the hearts are the hearts there or. They just know he's innocent. That drove me crazy again. It really did. It drove me crazy again. They've said they knew him for three years. He watched their cabin for three years, and he was a good guy who wouldn't murder somebody. So they're just instantly so convinced that he's innocent, even though they know nothing about any of any of the drama that happened.
2: Joe, you cannot be a judge. And I don't think that's a goal that you have, so that's great. Mm. Presumed innocent.
3: Yeah, I guess.
1: I mean, (laughs) but they're not presuming... They instantly know that Bud is guilty and Roy, right? They like just they're, get a vibe. They know something's sus- going on. They're suspicious
0: yeah. of Roy because when they go to the bait and tackle, yeah. the owner of the bait and tackle is like, I'll talk to you later. I'll and then they later. ask Christy, Dana from Poltergeist, like, do you know this guy? And she's like, no, I don't know him. Yeah. And they're like, this is a small town. You just said this is a small town and everyone knows everyone. She's like, well, yeah, I kind of know him. I don't want to talk to you. She says, I'm sick. I have to go home. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
2: yeah. so, like, she, like, oh, she goes God, home for a so coffee clumsy. break. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I'm so clumsy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, she and Mr. Hamlin, call me Roy, uh, both do all of the crazy things that you should do in an exaggerated way to make the hearts realize that something fishy is happening. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Fishy. You didn't say fishy on
2: purpose, but it totally <laughs> worked like that, didn't it? I was in that scene, even though it was not the point, I was sort of intrigued by the um all natural homemade bait that Sam was peddling, yes. especially the light blue pistachio yes. and cheese ones. Yeah, I, I was that. like, I kind of want to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like boba tea for fish, for dumb fish. Like it just looks yes. good. And the jar's delicious. so big. I mean, uh-huh. like how you would have to fish. A lot. I
0: imagine the fish in that lake just—they're—they're ha- they're swimming around with crackers, yeah, like <laughs> <charcuteries>. <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> yeah, those those oh, fish spread. are like,
2: oh, it's like a New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Whenever Sam's making these just- light blue. Bait.
1: It's a really appetizing color. Jennifer picks it up, smells it, and says pistachio, and that's when I was like, "Yum! Yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I want to drink that yogurt." Right. That so is. maybe it's, it's Joe bait. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we were all baited.
2: <laughs> we're all we're all really maybe missing the point on that scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We but I was just tracking that. the bait really intensely, and then then like, oh, oh well, how come they're not taking the pistachio bait? Uh-huh. <laughs> We're just taking the preservative free yeah. salmon egg bait. Yeah. Which for my people is just something you put on something else that you eat.
1: And they never catch a single fish throughout the whole episode, do they?
0: No, they just buy fish.
1: Yeah, they buy because there's tuna. kids
2: reeling fish in up at Painted Rock.
1: Oh yeah. That's and Max right. buys some fish too. Uh for
2: ten bucks.
1: We got to see a and new he gets a ride. We got to see four hearts
0: for the first time ever. Right? I know. They're they're bronco or or whatever the equivalent. Yeah. Car- was it a Bronco back then? It was a Ford. I don't
2: know. I think it's a Bronco. Yeah. Uh, but the one that, w- that ends up with a, a, a two mystery by two by four <laughs> yeah, jammed yeah. into what? its
0: radiator. I was trying to figure that out the whole time. I was like, what did they run? Did they drive through a They fence? drove through some
1: signs, yeah. Okay,
0: because that, <laughs> that it, two by four is just like yeah. jam- one two by four jammed perfectly <laughs> into their engine block. Very placed.
2: Right, and it does the thing that cars' radiators will actually do but which always seems fake nonetheless in any show right which is parts tinker
1: tinker wait what do radiators do
2: <laughs> they
4: yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
1: yeah that's a scary sound
0: my first instinct really is to run do. away from the car cuz it's going to explode uh, i i adore the heart decals on the on the bronco that was yeah they have big hearts it's pretty adorable
1: yeah bronco <laughs>
2: was amazing that and I whole also, that whole car chase was sort of like un, unhinged in a good way
0: the car chase was pretty good like it, it mm-hmm. actually there seemed to be a little speed in that car chase which was nice mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but i i also <laughs> i love that when the, <laughs> they're like oh <laughs> the car's all fucked up where do we go to rent a car and he's like we don't have a rental car place here and so they just buy the tow truck?
1: Yeah, they buy a tow truck. <laughs> I guess.
0: Right on hearts. But I, lo- I kind of love that. That
1: yeah. car chase scene was so funny to me because before the car chase starts, there's this jazzy action music that starts, but it's just the hearts <laughs> driving normally on a country lane, just enjoying their drive. But it's just like
0: <laughs>
1: music is starts way too soon. Before anything happens, uh, Roy is behind them, like stalking them through the woods, but they don't know that, so no. it's this action music to them driving through the woods very slowly. Just,
2: <laughs> like Mr. Hamlin, call me Roy, is not <laughs> very subtle. No. I realize like there's no man, there's no man, nor woman, nor non minory person. There's no person of hench <laughs> in this episode because Chief Sheriff and Mr. Hamlin, call me Roy, are working in concert together, but. Mm. And I feel like they they sort of share share uh, the weight of their task at hand, which is to kill a bunch of people in order to get ten million dollars, mm-hmm. right?
4: Um,
2: yeah. I think that Roy maybe needs to work on being better at driving that bomb ass yellow truck with matching yellow uh, tire treatments because that that wasn't good. I mean, that wasn't. Mm-hmm subtle it wasn't super effective i mean the hearts put their the two by four through the front of their own (laughs) bronco yeah you know it just wasn't good and then he ends up (sighs) in the truck it just wasn't it and so then chief sheriff has to step in and that's when i realized that one of those people is way 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 more sinister than the other which maybe i could have guessed if i was going to make a lot of stereotypical assumptions about someone in small town law enforcement mm. versus someone who is a federal land surveyor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because when he takes Danny, so they have to, they take Danny to transfer him or whatever to his arraignment. Right. And so chief sheriff uses that as an excuse to basically do the thing where you stop in the middle of nowhere, open the door fire the gun in the air and say like run see how fast you're gonna get like it got all the most dangerous game or whatever where he's on the radio like oh suspect has escaped and has my gun and uh should be considered armed dangerous it's like (gasps) Mm -hmm. that was way more canny than i was expecting from chief sheriff i'm not gonna
1: lie. that is creepy for sure And it's, I just think, I was thinking, doesn't that reflect poorly on you as a police officer that you let this person get away from you and they got your gun? That doesn't seem like a very, (laughs) like, you seem like. You're not going to get
2: employee of the year. Yeah,
1: you don't come off very (laughs) great in that situation if that's your plan. I mean, he just wants the police to shoot Danny, basically, but. Yeah. You don't come off great. To me, it's like,
2: it's like, end game is you need that kid to be dead. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, it is very sinister, though. That yeah, way that's, of doing
2: things—very dark, indeed. Also,
1: just an, like at, in this, at this point, you know, I'm always railing against the people and the villains of Heart to Heart f- for killing too many people and opening up <laughs> loose ends. In this specific situation, he could have murdered Danny and gotten away with it pretty easily. He's the <laughs> chief, a sheriff of police bud and you know as many loose ends as this opens up this is one scenario where maybe just shooting him would have been the best thing to do because the way he does it you know he assumes he's gonna get shot but maybe he won't and then he doesn't you know yeah. that's how that's what foils their plan in the end right so it's like but it, uh, the, that
0: wouldn't have stopped the hearts from investigating them
1: no definitely not right. but he but uh i uh christy dana would have been too scared to say anything after that so she was already terrified. Yeah. And it's like, she, you just kill well, her. She too. has to live there
2: <laughs> all the time. Yeah, know, you yeah. just come up here for a few weeks out of the year. Yeah, I live here. I have to live here all the time. I, like, I have like, to solve all the murders in really... this town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you only have to solve a couple a year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought her performance was above and beyond. Uh, Solid performance. That character. That's like.
1: I was a little well worried in the, in the, Bait and tackle shop, the performance there. It it something was weird with that scene, but it was kind of supposed to be. But I was like, oh, is she doing okay? Like I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there was a there was a something a little off, but it was also there was there was something a little off about everything in this episode and every performance and every uh, like it was all a little fishy, a little fishy. <laughs> it was well, it was a little still. Isn't even little the little word like yeah. it was just it was odd this was a really
2: odd one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I should say it's the I feel like the dialogue that they gave Chrissy made sense for the character and sometimes that's not always the case yeah so for her to express that the hearts come up three weeks out of the year and she's there trapped in this hellish town with chief sheriff and mm-hmm. call me Roy all the time <laughs> chief sheriff chief sheriff <laughs> bud solid dialogue chief here.
0: sheriff bud hmm I just. I think, really
2: found, found Danny to be the character I didn't give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, I. Like, don't follow me after the dance, asshole! Don't follow me. Yeah, yeah no, I do. He, I do what I want.
1: He was a creep. Definitely didn't yeah. care about him at all. Yeah, no. I just think they should have murdered him. <laughs> they would have gotten They really would have easily gotten away with it. Uh, this is the one time I'll give them the pass to to just open up and murder everybody <laughs> to make that money. <laughs> Murder Christy Too? or not?
2: <laughs> well, they, I mean, I feel like anytime you turn the gas on and there's more than one person. Yeah. That's solidly murderous in my book. Yeah. That scene,
0: it took forever for that place to explode. <laughs> <And they were laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> them wiggling out of their binds and everything. I was just like, this is taking... So long. <laughs> Wouldn't you have...
1: I think I would have stamped the fire out or turned the gas off and opened some windows. I don't think I would have ran out the door and jumped onto the driveway. I probably would be dead.
0: Well, I mean, after after that long, you would, <laughs> you would probably want to just run. I guess. I think I would turn the gas off and open a window.
2: <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, that's good. You turn it off while I run. Yeah, you run. (laughs) My skull goes
1: whizzing past you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, I feel like I'm going to black out from all of this carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, very intense scene that the editing in that scene I thought was pretty great. (laughs) It was it was making me feel really tense. In that they just kept repeating the shots over and over again. Yes. It would be like strings mm. to Jennifer, to strings, to Christy, to Jennifer, to Jonathan, yes. to, to strings, to Jonathan. To to fl- yeah.
0: Flaming, waste basket, flaming, waste flaming wastebasket, flaming
1: <laughs> wastebasket. Flaming wastebasket, gas, yeah. gas coming out was, of
2: yeah. I was not against that. I, I enjoyed it. There were, there were genuine moments of anxiety. I guess fear would be strong, but but there were definitely moments about this episode that made me anxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like then I just, maybe I just wanted to pop some of those light blue fish baits uh, <laughs> zone out. I think some. I was projecting properties on, um, on.
0: It's like the computer knows that we're doing this live. <laughs> it's trying to edit for us. <laughs> I'll edit. Yeah.
1: You don't need to be saying that. Um, I don't, I've never watched SVU. What's the name of that show? Law and Order. Law and Order. But but Christie was being a real Law and Order witness, right? <laughs> Doesn't isn't that what they always do? They're like, I've I don't have time a, for this. Get relu- away from me. A reluctant witness. Yeah, who's, isn't that the trope of SVU? Who's
0: in fear of in fear for her life? Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, that's a common trope in any any like mystery show.
1: I thought it was just. SVU. I've seen some skits where it's SVU witnesses are shopping for their kids' groceries or something. Yeah. And they just don't want to talk to the cops, even if it's the most. because well, like, they could solve the murder, basically. Frequently,
0: SVU. It's it's it involves family members, so there's always that like added uh, thing of <laughs> <edge>. <laughs> Right,
2: because SVU is Special Victims Unit. Yeah. Special.
1: <laughs> They're all special.
0: Super special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Super ew.
1: After they talk to the surveyor uh, in four hearts, my rewrite would have been that Jonathan drives past his little surveyor binoculars and knocks him over with the rear view mirror. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> he's such a dick to them the whole time. I know. They're trying to get information out of him. And he's he was so perfectly creepy. Yeah. He's just keeps saying that he has, he has a job to do and he has to get back to his job and what are they doing there? They should leave. But then, and so they're that was a great scene though. I thought between the hearts and this guy, mm-hmm. Roy, Call me Roy. Call me Roy.
2: Can we talk about Jonathan's confusing cabin slash fishing outfit?
1: Oh God, the vests.
2: He's wearing like a leather daddy vest. Yes. <laughs> to be in the mountains and to be fishing, and so I was just sort of like, yeah. oh, I mean, that's some like that's a very Jonathan-y kind of, you know, theme outfit vibe, right? I mean, they do that. That's fine, whatever. But I just thought that that was maybe not projecting a deep understanding of <laughs> fishing Mm-mm. culture. Only, I mean, like there's vests, yeah. but that not that vest. It's a deep so it understanding seemed kind of, of, of like fashion, they just, though. they just pulled out of the like dude ranch yeah. vibe or whatever. The dude leather ranch Daddy, bar. Leather bar <laughs> vibe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite work for me.
1: He doesn't really know how to dress for the country. Jennifer really did her first outfit when they get out of the car and she the first thing she says is i can't believe anybody nobody's Mm -hmm. like subdivided this land. no one's developed this no one's developed this land she looks great (laughs) she's got a tied up plaid Mm -hmm. and like uh yeah she looked amazing and he was trying to match but had a tucked in plaid button up (laughs) yeah
0: and it looked business casual it just doesn't look right I, Jennifer was rocking the best jackets in this episode. Like yeah. every jacket she wore, I was like, I mm-hmm. want that jacket. This the is the really shoulder good.
2: detail and the tan jacket with the olive pants and the red top. That the red solid.
0: satin jacket, though, it was like, girl. She, yeah, that was good. She packed four jackets. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I understand that.
1: She had four hearts. It was a huge heart. <laughs> sometimes you just <laughs> never
2: know. Weather can be unpredictable. And, you know, sometimes you just never know what you want to wear. Mm-hmm. Just don't know. Mm hmm. Like, what jacket is appropriate to wear into Sam's store, (laughs) Sam's general store, or...
1: Danny's
0: arraignment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Danny's arraignment. Now, did did the Hart's Cabin not have a
0: bed, or did they just pass out on the bearskin rug? Uh, They just...
1: That's what you do there. You just eat charcuterie and... And Niswas and pass out on the bearskin. I hate the yeah, bearskin rug. Whenever
2: there's a fireplace, that's where the hearts are.
1: I love that it's shot. Always in front of the, the shot is great. It's incredible. It's so. <laughs> with the bear head. It's I so don't like gross. The bear skin rug. Yeah, it's really weird and gross, but I love that shot of them.
2: Bearskin rug. I love bears. I love rugs. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the bearskin rugs I've ever actually been in contact with. It's not as fun as I would hope. No. Mm,
1: I don't like it. No. I would just also trip over it
0: all the time. That
2: giant head (laughs) in the middle of the room.
0: I've always thought that, even as a little kid, I was like, someone's going to trip on that. Like, that's dangerous. Yeah, it's huge. (laughs) Bear head in the middle of the room.
2: It's just, you know, like there's a reason that we're not all running around these days in bearskin coats, I hope. And it's because the fur is, you know, kind of fur that a creature as majestic as a bear needs to have, mm-hmm. like that, is just not—it's survival. Like the whole like '70s <laughs> porn thing about naked on a bearskin rug. It's like, <laughs> scratchy. Eee. Like, yeah, there's eee.
0: there's a reason it can be used as a rug and not like,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not like mink yeah. rugs are a thing. You don't want to step on that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Earlier on the episode, I swear Jonathan said, and I'm not changing my opinion about this, even if I'm wrong. He says oh, great!" he wants to sit by the cozy fire and boink. I swear <laughs> he said that. He definitely said that. (laughs) That's like the first thing he says in the episode.
0: Cool. (laughs) Uh Sistlers, what do you think about that?
1: (laughs) Sistlers, give us something.
0: Sistlers. Riff on it. (laughs) Is this is this where your your
1: enjoyment of the the term boink comes from? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That's why. Uh Lionel Sanders knows how to act drunk and heated all aboard! Such he a great job.
0: Was great. He yeah. was great. I loved. I also love that his drunk is a little gay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like yeah. it was. It was so. I I love him, <laughs> and I love when he acts like that, and I love when he. I love his. I love his version of gay. <laughs> uh, he's awesome. It was yeah. so good to have. It's back, great to have Max back. I have missed Max this season so much. In the last few episodes, he's had a much bigger part. He's been at the Sistler family playhouse this whole yes. season. <laughs> but he Uh-oh. uh his when he walks into the world's largest holding cell in yeah. the sheriff's <laughs> office singing Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy from Company <laughs> B.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh adorable. Really great. And
1: they I just like cells. the
2: repeated uh drunk yelling of all aboard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that next time I'm drunk. I hope I remember (laughs) All (laughs) aboard! Actually, never mind. Scratch that. That's not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Not for you. That's bad.
1: Uh, He passes out immediately when he gets the bunk and then talks to Danny and a cop, one of the sheriffs, listens in and then they say, put him in the other holding cell. Yeah. there's <laughs> so more than one atrium-sized
0: holding cell. For a town, town of 30 people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because they're all <laughs> drunk. Yeah, but that town has at least two stores. <laughs> That's true. There's the store where you meet in the middle of the night mm-hmm. to hand off <laughs> yeah. dirty money. Yeah. And, and that- there's the store where Sam works and clearly, Christy came to work that morning and was like, What's-her-face got murdered and this and that. Yeah. And you, you eat <laughs> right? soft-serve bait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like light blue marshmallowy looking pistachio <laughs> cheese bait. Delicious. What's the other ingredient? He says that there's three. He's like, it's pistachio, cheese, and something. Was it peanut butter?
1: Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. <sighs> Or sesame seeds. Or oh, something. might have been
0: sesame seeds. That would have been delicious. Even
1: more delicious.
2: <laughs> All right, we're just like. Mm. I'm wondering what kind of cheese was it? A blue? A was it like a
0: Stilton cheese?
1: <laughs> that's a great pate that will not make you go insane and
0: murder people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's no doggone it. Yeah, it's a good pate. <laughs> I put it on my Niçoise any day of the week.
2: Where's Pauline when we need her? Oh.
1: I loved when Bud. Says he says you're gonna get blown to kingdom come, and then later he's leaving them in the cabin, and he says you guys, you folks have a nice flight. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that part. Uh, he's a great, he's a great villain.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that actor. And the no shade on that actor. This is one of the few things I have seen him in where I can remember where he has a full head of hair.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, right. And
2: I was like, "Oh look, he has like such lovely dark, mm-hmm. curlyish hair." Yeah, and look and great. a mustache.
1: Oh my god, that won't quit. Don't get me started <laughs> on that mustache. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he yeah, he was in uh, No Country for Old Men. I just remembered, like that was the last time I think I oh, saw yeah. him. Mm. He's good. God, he's still alive.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's
0: good. Keep on going, dude.
1: My rewrite for the episode. My mainor- My major rewrite, other than jonathan smashing that guy's surveying gear is <laughs> that they are being chased again on the road and they have to fish the car with the hook and it's like a big fishing game where the whole episode jonathan can't catch anything and then he finally catches this car and like hurls it off the road or something with the, yeah. the hook of the tow truck i think that would have been a really cool fun action-packed moment
0: that would have been good
1: but then he they just use the hook to pick butt up by his belt <laughs> and it's a silly moment instead
0: uh, this this episode wasn't filled with silly moments i mean aside from from max's mm. but that was silly in a, the best way yeah that was like an earned
1: yeah yeah and it's so such a great idea mm-hmm. it just like it tracks all throughout
0: yeah, he's so gonna it's time for you to have one too many is what Jonathan says to him yeah
1: I thought they were really going to get him drunk.
0: I did too. I, they gonna I, I was to happy were going to to go out with Christy. I was happy that he drank a little bit of it because I was like, don't waste it all. Does this <laughs> <Yeah. have some?" laughs>
1: I thought they were going to have him date, go on a date with Christy. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's, that's not going to work. <laughs> what the fuck? And he just charms a pants off her.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: it's information. <laughs> I have no notes. So this is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs>
1: When uh, hmm. John- Jennifer says this place, I, it's amazing. This place hadn't been hasn't been developed. It seems like she's thinking about developing it. To That's what because I, well, they she, have the resources.
2: But they say that they they tried to purchase some of the land for a, a wildlife mm-hmm.
1: preserve. That's right. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't sell it because it's government land or something,
2: right?
1: BLM land. Right.
0: Um. Well. That's it, all my notes. Is it time? <laughs> I think it's time. Oh, yeah. For Pick, pick your, poke. your
1: Poke. We all I'm know who gonna, mine's going to be. Do you have any <laughs> it's guesses? It's even worse live. <laughs> uh, the
0: mustache Bud. gives yes, it away.
1: Bud. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Such a This is a very strong poke. He's a very handsome man. <laughs> I got pictures of him falling. I can only picture jeans. him
0: in like Kidco or something or war games. Yeah. Or like <laughs> he looks great. Totally. Ellen, you got one? Oh yeah.
2: Um this time I do. Although I have very little to say otherwise. Not because we're live, but just because motherfuckers. Well, I already described my day. Um it's Roy Hamlin because he has those lovely Whoa. doe eyes wow. that remind me of the dad in my so-called life. And I'll stop talking about that. That's
0: right now this is funny we it's a triple villain poke because mine is deputy Lou. whoa <laughs> deputy <laughs> Lou uh, had a real nice butt and just looked like he would look real good naked i don't even remember him yeah a He's... triple villain poke triple villain wow we're poking
1: all the villains wow. the triple v <laughs> each get our v <laughs> wow each get our v card <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
2: I usually don't have don't have the human pokes.
0: Would you
1: it's true?
2: Yeah. Would you
0: consider Deputy Lou a, a man of hench? Yeah. I mean really? No. no. Even even though the sheriff is a is an absolute villain and Lou is doing his bidding.
2: I consider him kind of a narc. Tattletale. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is kind of a tattletale. <laughs> But he is—he's in on the plot, right?
0: Um, that I—that was unclear. I think he was just doing whatever the sheriff told him to do.
1: What did he say to Bud when he overheard them?
0: Do you remember? Um, no. Hmm. Hmm. I thought it was Roy that overheard them.
1: No, because Roy wouldn't have been at the police station. Roy
0: was at the police station. He was. Yeah. I thought Roy, Roy overheard him, and that's—I think that's why. This statement was just move him to a different cell and not, um, not he he knows there's oh I see you know let's kill
1: him now. It's funny that they put him in that cell. In general, I guess they just thought he was a random drunk at that moment, though. The plan worked.
0: Yeah. Well, do you do, do you have any other? <laughs> there, should we muse on cabin stays? <laughs> you were just at a cabin. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was. I was just out of did you,
0: did you did not make a niçoise?
2: I didn't. Um, we made some other stuff, though. But um, I would... I'd like to eat salad niçoise. Like, sometimes I can really, really get into it. And then the pan bang out, where it's basically salad niçoise on bread. Mm. Even better. Mm. Sorry, Joe. Hard-boiled eggs and tuna. You put... So,
1: do you smear that on the lettuce it's an actual salad right smear, yeah.
0: smear what on lettuce the tuna? <laughs> no it's just flakes of tuna
2: smear it
1: Yeah. it's a salad though it has yes. lettuce and greens and then you put the tuna it, on top of that
2: it doesn't have to it's like olives and oh often God. like pickled green beans and boiled eggs huh. and a vinaigrette that is super super delicious
1: okay I've never had one before we're really live. Like that train is live. <laughs> <laughs> Shrieky.
2: It also looks like it's carrying toxic chemicals. Bye. Oh, I've been um, craving
0: a cabin trip.
2: Yeah? yeah. Do you guys really get down with cabins? Mm,
0: no. I get down with cabins, not not rural cabins necessarily. Like I like I like mod cons, uh, just because I like to cook. Like the only reason I like going to cabins is because I like to be un undistracted mm-hmm. and able to simply plan menus because that's my entire jam is
2: planning I menus. Hear you. That is the fun. One of the major fun things about camping, whether it's cabin or not cabin, mm-hmm. to me is menu planning. That's yeah. super exciting.
1: Same. For me, it's uh, the hot tub.
0: Hot tubs are a plus. We hot went to
1: one. Plus. My friends and I rented a cabin and all of the photos made it look very uh what's the word remote up in the woods and there was a hot tub and we went there and it was part of this like cabin
0: community like cul-de-sac yeah
1: it was on a cul-de-sac and we felt a little lied to like <laughs> if we're going to do if i want to do a cabin i want a remote one just in the middle of the woods with nobody else around you know that's what that's what's great about uh, a cabin to me i don't I've- want a cul-de-sac full of cabins
0: Friends and friends and I stayed at uh, this one cabin in Mount Baker. I think three times mm-hmm. uh, during snowy season, so they could ski I sh- and I could sit in the hot tub in the snow while oh, yeah. I prepared mm-hmm. massive amounts of food. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was called the Nooksack Nook. <laughs> and oh my god! It Nooksack River. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. And it was a. Uh, it was great. It was like a really simple. A frame with four bedrooms and nice. uh, and a hot tub, but it was also kind of in a cul-de-sac. y It wasn't a cul-de-sac. It wasn't a literal cul-de-sac, but it was in a neighborhood like a a row, basically just a suburb. It felt like a suburban neighborhood. Yeah, but it was oh. it was so heavily treed that it felt very private. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it was a really great place. And when it snowed, it like we we lucked out. Two of those years, and it snowed mm. like heavily when we got there, and then the snow was gone when we left. Well, yeah. So being in a hot tub while the snow is falling That's, one of my favorite oh, things I in in life with a nice wall,
2: like cabin all the time, almost anywhere. Um, but yeah, we cooked. Um, we had uh, I made I braised a pork shoulder before we went up there, and did sort of like a. I'm completely honest, kind of a Tex mexy <laughs> vibe on the pork. And so we ended up having that on, I'm into, <laughs> instead of using tortilla chips, I'm into Tostadas now because they just, you can put more shit on them. Like a little directly cup? to your mouth.
1: Is that what that is? No.
2: Oh, Tostadas just the flat, like the, uh, f- the flat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like um, those too. So we did that with all the bells and whistles and then uh, Keith made, these butter burgers that were really intense what? um and i made bacon jam to go on the butter burgers butter, what, and oh and wedge, wedge salads hmm.
0: uh, please do, please explain butter burger to me
2: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> was there butter in the patty like like a like a cordon bleu style
2: butter in cooked in butter butter based Fuck. It's a lot, of, a lot butter.
0: of butter. That sounds amazing. A lot of butter and it would kill me. I'll dead. send you pictures.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, it's not artery friendly. <laughs> not an artery friendly choice. Then we went to the Tokland Hotel
4: because mm. you want to
2: keep the the heart stopping theme mm-hmm. rolling, and they did they do a sawmill biscuit
0: mm. on
2: their brunch menu, and that was amazing.
0: Uh, when I stayed at the Tokeland Hotel, there was no staff. So I, I was not able to partake of their food. But we did have a personal chef. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Did you see the ghosts? No, I was looking though. I was hoping to, I was hoping to get ghosted, but uh, I did not.
2: I love that place, except for how, because it is an older place, you don't get your own bathroom. So I can't stay there until that happens. Yeah, that Mm. was a Usually after surfing, when I really need a drink and to be regarded with deep suspicion by all the old ladies that eat there all the time. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Did you go surfing on this trip?
2: I didn't because I am healing my meniscus. So we just went into the ocean in other ways and we went all the way down to cape disappointment which was super fun as it's,
1: always i think we should all try to make that fish bait
0: and then eat it <laughs> <laughs> i'm t- I'm, <laughs> I'm totally into it like i'll that. i'll make i'll make like a pate we should make some make we some could bait. do one with like a with like a cashew cheese yeah, for you or, that'd be so good. I i i i know there are recipes for vegan uh vegan cheese balls uh-huh. and i think that is something that it would work equally as well as, as a, a cheese legit ball. cheese ball yeah Slum- I, think um, yeah. I think it can be done. I think it can be done. All right. We should, do, should we, we should... shoot
2: for that for next, next <laughs> yeah. week? Should we all be eating, eating Sam's bait? bait?
0: <laughs> Sam's, bait balls. Yeah. Sam's. Sam's bait balls. Sam's
2: bait balls. <laughs> I'm down. I don't know that I want it to be light blue, although that's one of those colors where I'm like, do I want to eat that or am I just cool looking at it?
1: <laughs> I want to eat it.
2: Okay. Yeah. So it should be light blue. Okay.
1: That, I don't know why that color is so appetizing to me.
2: I'm sort of like, was the third ingredient something that I don't want to eat? I guess not, because I was immediately like, yum, yum.
0: I think it had to have been a Stilton then, like, for, if it's light blue. <laughs> it
2: like, That's a very moldy Stilton. It's like I think it, I thought something. it was just dyed. Like, you know how baits look kind of fanciful? Like, they're bright pink or bright and, orange. Unless or was, the, was lavender one
0: of the yellow. ingredients in it? Like,. <laughs> Maybe, mm. Meal Which worms. that that I'm out. If there's lavender, in. we I'm should add out. truffle. Oh fuck yes! Ooh. Mm. Yep. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, <laughs> well, right. Yeah, I At
2: guess. the end. All
0: right. Bye, everybody. Podcast. I'm glad you. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> time for ratings: <laughs> zero to five hearts, beginning <laughs> with Joe. Is it?
1: I, <laughs> I want to give it a five. Really? Yes, I really liked this episode. I thought the production quality of these la- these past couple episodes has seemed to take a huge step up. Mm-hmm. This one clipped along. I like the story. I like the small town. I think I'm going to do 4.5 though because wow, I really would have loved to see the town that they were in a little bit more and the the hearts knowing that that guy was innocent and just having the sixth sense about his innocence. But I really <laughs> did like this episode a lot. I love Mac showing up and pretending to be drunk i like the weird small town murder plot Mm -hmm. thing uh and i love the villain mostly because i just want to boink him (laughs) i'll give you that (laughs) but i did it i really enjoyed it i liked it a lot i thought it was pretty great that's awesome so you're giving it what sorry 4.5 okay
4: and ellen um I'm uh, oh. live. Um <laughs> uh. live reactions. Um
1: she's eating her Bill's bait ball.
2: <laughs> I'm going three point five. Ooh. Because I think that this episode is um Fully realized in terms of its plot trajectory, mm-hmm. like it's it's like most of the bases are covered. It's got, for me anyway, some moments of legitimate terror and suspense, and it completely hits all of those scary deliverance slash wickerman slash. It just has all all of the scary and straw man kind of vibes. About uh, you know all those prejudices that city mice have against people that just live in a place where mm-hmm. there's more nature and less people, okay. whatever. But um, it's a three point five, not because I think I am scolding anyone for not making it extra perfect. It's partly because there just is something strange about the pacing and the Eric hit on it when he talked about the dialogue being a little stilted. Like I thought mm-hmm. the words themselves, as written were good, but there was there was just something a little bit off. But I did like the level of practical evil that exists. Well, I shouldn't say evil. I mm-hmm. use evil when I'm trying to explain it in a broader way to people. Mm-hmm. Evil is a construct. There's there's um the murder just seems very organic and and uh then everybody's off to the races, so I like it.
1: And now and we, what? Uh, we have Ellen's rating, so that means we also have Eric's rating. So good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> zero. So they no. will give it a 3.5. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Goodbye. We don't need to hear from Eric. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm giving it a three. Uh, I I didn't love this episode, but I didn't hate it. I felt like it just kind of flew by for me. Like it just kind of happened mm-hmm. and there was zero consequence. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't...
2: Like, you're not going to watch it again, are you?
0: It's not one that I'm... I might... I don't know. Max's Max's drunk performance and Dominique Dunn, mm-hmm. uh, like, those are two things that, that would keep me interested to to watch it again. But otherwise, I don't know, man. It didn't... I don't know. It just didn't do it. I, I like Ellen, I would have wanted it to up the, the terror, like, up the darkness a little bit. Um, I don't know again, and money being the, the, the plot and it having to do with like land development. I'm kind of, I'm mm. asleep. Yeah. Um, so that's a three for me. What they could have
1: put in this mm. episode, I think is Jonathan goes fishing in a boat, finds the dead body, would have upped the terror ante and then a boat chase.
2: <laughs>
0: oh God, a boat chase.
1: <loves>.
2: Right, Eric loves a boat loves chase that, on a that lake. That one boat chase on a little tiny lake. Yeah, I feel like if they went a little more like Town the Fear, Sundown, or like a little harder on the. When I say Deliverance, I don't necessarily mean like the super stereotypical like oh, the ding, ding 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 ding, but just like the the. Elements of isolation and of ultimate power and tapping into the Christie characters' mm-hmm. fear, which I thought was expressed really well. Mm-hmm. like those those elements make yes. sense. I think it also would have been maybe and this is strengths vague slightly into rewrite territory. I yep. think if I'd been able to have like even like a minute more of development with the Danny character, mm-hmm. it would have changed things a little bit for me to have him greet the hearts when they came to the cabin or something like that. That would have been Mm -hmm. useful in establishing him to me as something more than just the America's worst small town boyfriend.
1: The way they established so many characters was so weird and confusing and so quick. And there was, it just happened in like the blink of an eye. There was like six characters were established. And I think this episode would have been if they showed the town a little bit more and, did like what Ellen's saying about the deliverance sort of like, these are your outsiders coming into our community, mm-hmm. but maybe the hearts go oh, to man. a, go to a bar and they are, you know, they have the whole, the, the music turns off and everyone looks at them or something like that, where just, just <coughs> adding some characters to establish the town a little bit more, I think would have been nice where they sort of did it with the bait shop owner, but kind of in a weak way. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to give the vibe that we don't like outsiders here or whatever, but the hearts obviously have like established their presence there. So,
2: Totally had a moment in a small town bar that was not quite like the record scratch or like everybody like, Mm -hmm. and then the jukebox starts again, but it was not, not like that. Mm -hmm. Also, it was racist.
1: Oh no. Was this on the trip you just went on? Mm -hmm. Oh, gross. Yeah. That fucking sucks.
0: You know what I'm, Mm. uh, the thing, the thing about this episode and the, and the previous episode, the thing that I'm missing now is mystery. Like there, there isn't, mm, don't you think it would have been better if we didn't know who killed that person? This happens a lot in Heart to Heart where there's, there's no mystery. It's just, you know, a sequence of events and the hearts just have to figure it out, but we already know. And the hearts already know as well. Yeah. I want, I want. You
2: want me to go back to the chateau?
0: Kind of. I mean, I just want yeah. some sort of mystery. That really, that was really fun. Like the the fake France episode was fun. Yeah. The, I mean, even the heart of Dixie, which was just like, that was there was a mystery there. Yeah. Like it was so weird, and <laughs> I I love that shit.
1: If like, we maybe had seen Dana or Christie's perspective then, and she sees him go in and then they all run out and we don't know what happened. That would have made this episode a lot better.
0: It, sure. That would have been terrifying too for yeah. the, for the viewer.
1: Cause maybe Danny did do it. Yeah. And you don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But Ellen, what are we doing next?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's a really loud train going so on. There's,
0: there are <laughs> TIE fighters outside of <laughs>
2: your apartment. <laughs> I live on the Death Star. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Next week, we will not be live, I hope. And I will have notes when we talk about um, an episode originally airing on April 6th, 1982. (laughs) Which is uh, the episode Heart and Soul. Mm -hmm. An ill-fitting suit plunges the hearts into a tailor-made, get it? Murder mystery filled with intrigue when Yay. Jonathan poses as a CIA agent oh, no. to smoke out a double agent leaking top secret information.
0: Cool. That sounds great. Uh, I just hope that Jonathan doesn't go by Philip Marlowe. <laughs> mm. and, <laughs> Do an accent. and I hope he's not doing an accent. But uh, I... I I love it. That's that sounds like exactly what I was asking for.
1: <laughs> is it hearts and soul like soul music or like soul of a shoe?
2: S O L E. Oh, it's oh, it so is?
1: shoe soul. Oh. Ah, huh, okay. Maybe it's
2: about fish again, Joe.
1: It's about a gum shoe. <laughs> it's about a
0: gum shoe. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. Well, thank you guys for listening to our live podcast. I apologize for not being able to edit this, but I want to get it out on time. So I I don't apologize. (laughs)
2: This this is completely my fault because I did not take my podcasting equipment with me to that cabin.
1: I officially retract that apology. This is my fault. I I retract that, (laughs) both these apologies. Officially, on behalf of the podcast,
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm tickled by the insane train I noises know, on our <laughs> live, cracking me up. They're like so
1: much louder than usual. They, it really
0: Hi. sounds like the, the battle of the Death Star. <sighs> okay, we usually edit those out. Thank you, guys. For, we do, we do. Uh, and I, I'll do, I'll do what I can to minimize it, but. Uh, Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at It Was Murder Pod. Follow us on Twitter at It Was Murder Pod. Write us at It Was murderpod at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. Please give us five stars, that would be really lovely. And follow Corey on Instagram. Follow Corey on Instagram. Uh, follow <laughs> Built by Civilization and <laughs> oh. In Ceremony. Yes. Um, <laughs> we will see you next week. We did not get to spend any time with Freeway. Oh, well, they left Freeway
1: at home on they our were cabin. cabin. Trip? Trip? They That's could have so, taken the dog. So rude.
2: Um, they did give him a shout out about the wildlife preserve.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully he was staying with Susie. Yeah, Good night, Freeway. Know.
2: Oh, I miss my cue because the trains are so loud. Hi, Freeway.
0: Good night, Freeway.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: This is a great episode. Fantastic. Oh this is our best episode God. yet.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> this train. Is it a window? <laughs>